Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more with over 122 million parts. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Volume. Yo, what up, guys? Welcome back to Three Rounds. So, last week, it was fun to be back doing the show. As I always say, I thank each and every one of you for tapping into my content. Thank you. Today, I'm going to do something a little different. So, we're going to go three rounds still. But, as we head to the midpoint of the year, I'm going to go three rounds on the best fights of the year. Starting from three, going all the way to number one in round three. This will be fun. Because we've had some tremendous battles over the first part of the year. So let's get to the fight. I'm experienced. All right, guys. Now for round one. As we get into the best fights of the year, we will start from three, going all the way down to number one. At number three, it's a fight that could have been number one on anybody's list. But the two fights that I have coming up later, I feel because of the stakes, because of the competitors, may have propelled it a little bit further ahead of this one. But this one was very important because this one was the first time we have seen Shavkat Rachmanov challenged by one of the best fighters in the world. And when you talk about a prospect passing with flying colors, he did absolutely that as he fought Jeff Neal, who for his part had a great accounting of himself and showed how tough and durable he is. These guys fought in Las Vegas and fought on UFC 285. As John Jones made his return, these guys were on the pay-per-view, and boy, did they deliver. Jeff Neal landed 60 of 145 significant strikes, 47%. And every single strike that he landed in that fight was a significant one because he only landed 69 total. He had a minute and 12 of control time. A lot of that along the side of the octagon. Rachmanov was absolutely amazing. Landing 113 of 179 six strikes, 63%. 120 of 186 total strikes with 3 minutes and 45 seconds of control time. But it wasn't a build as we will see in one of the later fights. This was Rachmanov dominating from round 1 all the way to the end. 
landing 43 shots in the first round, 67% out of 64. Landing 35 of 70 in round two for 50% landed. And in round three, landing, and uh, dude, that round three, the kid was amazing. He landed 35 of 45 of his significant strikes. 77% of his six strikes to end the fight. In what proved to be the toughest fight of his career. And it was only tough because of how tough Jeff Neal is. Not many people could have stood up to the beating that dude, that dude withstood in that fight. He never quit on himself. Every single round, Jeff Neal walked out there. He went out there with the sole intention of getting his hand raised. Unfortunately, he was in there with a better fighter. Shavkat Rachmanov, while he may not have the intrigue or the mystique or the cachet of Hamzat Chemaev, he would seem to be as dangerous because he doesn't have to beat you quick to really make a statement. He dominated Jeff Neal. He dominated a prepared Jeff Neal. He dominated a willful Jeff Neal. He dominated a Jeff Neal that came into Las Vegas with his coaches and his team out there to stop the hype train. Some of the shots that Jeff Neal absorbed over the course of that fight would have made any other fighter on the roster crumble. He was just unwilling to give up on himself. We had seen Jeff Neal struggle before. When he fought Wonderboy Thompson, he struggled with the length of Wonderboy. He struggled with the traps that was put in front of him. And when he started to struggle with those same things against Shavkat, he bit down on the mouth guard and said, I'm going to turn this into a fight. I got to be honest with you. When that happened, I was a bit worried for Rachmanov. I didn't know if Rachmanov possessed the oomph to really deal with that type of fight. Not only did he possess it, he had more of it than we ever could have expected. That thing, that dog, that ultimately can allow you to become a champion at some point. He showed that in spades. He showed that he is going to be a problem for anybody they put him in an octagon with. This fight was bananas. Go back and watch it. Anytime you got a fight that tells two stories, one story being the toughness and durability of fighter A, the other story being the domination of fighter B, matchmaking at its finest. That's what you got at UFC 285. But for as good as that fight was, it's not my best fight in the first part of the year. We'll get to that in a little bit. Let's get to round two. All right, for round two, UFC 284, we had Islam Makhachev defending his championship against Alexander Volkanovsky. Guys, no one, and I mean no one, gave Volkanovsky a chance to beat Islam, especially after the way Islam did Charles Dubronx Oliveira to become the champion. But to anyone that would listen, Alexander Volkanovsky said it was going to be much more competitive. It was going to be a much better fight than people thought it would. And Islam almost laughed him off. Islam was Islam. He thought that he was going to run through this guy because why wouldn't he? When all he had done up to that point is dominate. But what I don't think he expected 
was Volkanovski to be as prepared as he was to dethrone him. And when I tell you it was a fight, it was a absolute barn burner. Let me tell you who wasn't surprised, though. Habib Nurmagomedov. He told me privately, I worry about this fight. It's tough for Islam. He knew. He recognized. The whole team knew. The whole team knew it would be very tough. I was able to sit with these guys for ESPN together and interview them. And they were going back and forth, John. And Volk was carrying such a confidence that was almost surprising. We all know Islam's confident. But Volk was carrying a confidence about him that was almost surprising to me. But why wouldn't he be? Because by the time this thing was done, and I read you the stats, it was crazy. Islam landed 57 of his 95 significant strikes. Landed 60%, so he had a great fight. Landed four of nine takedowns, and he had seven minutes and 37 seconds of control time. Keep that in your mind. That's 737. Keep that in your mind because it's very important as I get more into this fight. Volkanovski was 70 for 143 and landed 48% of his significant strikes. He had no takedowns, but he did have two minutes and 55 seconds of control time. That being a reversal he had where he was able to control some time on the ground and clinch control played a part in some of the effectiveness that was Alexander Volkanovski. Seven minutes and 37 seconds. I believe that is ultimately what allowed for Makachev to hold on to his championship because when you look at round by round, these guys were very competitive. Round one, Makachev was 10 for 16. Volkanovski was 11 for 23. Round two, Makachev was 19 for 32. Volk was 19 for 34. Round three, Islam was 16 to 22. Volk was 14 to 37. Round four, Makachev slowed down. We had never seen that. He only landed four of nine shots. Volkanovski was six for 14. Round five, it was all Volkanovski. Eight of 16 for Makachev. 20 of 36 for Volkanovski. When you look at these numbers, you know why it was so competitive. But it brings me back to 737. Because I believe that control time is what allowed for Makachev to hold his title. But nobody thought that that's what we were in store for when these two were matched up. Volkanovski showed why he's one of the best fighters in the world pound for pound. And to the point that after the fight, people still had him ranked number one in the world pound for pound. That's how competitive that fight was. But let's not mistake what we saw. We saw Makachev win. Makachev won the fight. And a lot of times when you get into these fights where one guy is so favored, everything the other guy does is almost judged at a greater level. Makachev won the fight. He showed that he was able to stand with Volkanovski the entirety of the fight. And he really did get tested in so many ways that we had not seen Makachev tested before. But ultimately, what we got was the two best fighters pound for pound, in my opinion, fighting for the lightweight championship of the world to the point that Volkanovski was offered an immediate second chance at fighting Makachev. That's how competitive the fight was. Hey, a good fight can be a knockdown drag out. And we'll get to the number one fight, and that is exactly what that was. But it also can be two of the most skilled guys in the world competing at a level that not many can match. And I believe that is exactly what we got at UFC 284. My number two fighter the first part of the year, Makachev versus Volkanovski from Australia at UFC 284. 
Now it's time to pay some bills, guys. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. The GameTime app is the world leader in last-minute ticket purchases, whether it be basketball, football, UFC, concerts, or comedy shows. It does not matter. The GameTime app has got you. All you got to do, download the GameTime app, use the promo code DCTV. We will give you $20 off of your very first purchase. So it don't matter where you are in the world, guys. New York City, Los Angeles, the beautiful Bay Area. Get out and do something fun and use the GameTime app to get it done. Last minute tickets, the GameTime app's got you. Also, use that promo code DCTV. And we'll give you $20 off of your first purchase. Now it's time to get to round three. I'm going to show you. Yeah, yeah, I'm experienced. My number one fight for the first half of 2023. It wasn't very long ago that we flew across the pond and went to London. You know, that arena was on fire. And they had so many celebrities. It was such a great environment 
for Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman number three. It's so easy to forget that first fight between the two. But it was UFC 286 from London, packed house, and in the co-main event, the, the highlight, Justin Gaethje steps to the octagon to fight Rafael Fazeev. Rafael Fazeev asked for this fight. Everybody wants to fight Justin Gaethje until it's time to fight Justin Gaethje. I mean, the guy is just an absolute savage and one of the hardest puzzles to solve in all of mixed martial arts. They walk to the octagon, and I'm sitting there with Michael Bisping and John Anakin. It's very evident from the moment the fight starts, Fazeev had a speed that has a speed advantage. So as a guy that's friends with Gaethje, I'm thinking to myself, wow, he's in trouble. He's finally getting caught up to by the younger guys. He may not have the ability to keep up to these dudes anymore. But in true Justin Gaethje form, he starts to overperform. Justin ultimately lands 103 of 171 significant strikes, 60%. He landed one takedown, which is not something he does very well. He landed 106 of 174 total strikes. So of the 174 total strikes Justin Gaethje threw, 103 of them were significant strikes. He took Fazeev down, but he let him right back up. He doesn't. He has no interest in wrestling. It's like he doesn't care. NCAA All-American. Fazeev, for his part, was 97 of 169. 97 of 169 total. So every single strike Fazeev threw was a significant strike. It was very early that you saw Fazeev held the advantage. Round one, Gaethje, 23 of 36. He kept missing. And that's when the worry set in for guys that are on Team Gaethje. Fazeev was 32 of 49, but it was the impact in which Fazeev was landing that really did have Justin Gaethje on his heels. Now, Gaethje, for his part, told me, he goes, dude, I started way too slow. I was trying to be patient, and that was the game plan, but I put myself behind the eight ball, so I had work to do. Round two, a much more competitive round. Gaethje landed 27 to 48, Fazeev 32 of 49. Round three, all Gaethje, 53 of 87, 38 of 70 for Fazeev, who for his part did not slow down very much in the biggest moment of his career. He showed that he belonged, and that's something that we're seeing a lot more of today, right? We saw it with Sean O'Malley when he fought against Piotr Jan. We didn't know how he would handle that level of competition. He showed that he belonged, regardless of which thought of the decision. Fazeev did the same thing very rarely. Do you lose and you don't lose anything? Rafael Fazeev lost nothing because he fought with so much heart, with so much courage in the face of an adversity that not many people survive. And I think what speaks to Justin Gaethje in truth is looking at the third round, the hardest round, the round where you're most fatigued. He had more output, doubling almost what he had done prior. In round one, he threw 30-something strikes. He was behind Fazeev. Fazeev was able to jump out ahead of him. 48, he's building now. By round three, Justin Gaethje threw 90 strikes. He beat him. He battered and bruised him. He took him down. Justin Gaethje did what he does, and that's take your will to fight. 
So for even though Fazeev was there and still trying, you could really see that it was done. I've never met a person like Gaethje in the face of adversity and in the face of dire circumstances. He lives for it. He loves the chaos. He loves living in the moment of being in just a train wreck. That fight was amazing. And people were on their feet from the moment it started. Go back and watch these fights, guys. They're all amazing. But this one here was easily my best fight to start the first part of the year. And now for my final thought. Guys, as we head into the second part of the year, it's only going to get better. We have the return of John Jones. We have the return of Conor McGregor. We have the return of so many of the best fighters in the world. It sounds like Al Jermaine Sterling is fighting again. We are going to get to watch Alexander Volkanovsky, Islam Mahachev, Hamza Chemaev. Get excited, guys. Because for as good as it's been so far, it's only going to get better as we head into the second part of 2023. Lastly, big congratulations to all my Gilroy wrestlers who signed wrestling scholarships this year. Best class that we have had to this point, seven kids going to university. So when you look at them on Instagram, I posted a photo. Give those kids a like. Give them a big congratulations because these are lifelong dreams that have been accomplished. We all got good work to do, guys. I'm just lucky to play a part in those kids' journeys. Until next time, like, subscribe, and tell your friend to tell a friend that DC's got a YouTube channel and that he's dropping fire content. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.